Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast this week of November 8th, 2021, Season 3, Episode 44. Chris here in the garage, along with Charles. What's going on, man? hey Lots of things to talk about this week, including KISS canceling their entire Las Vegas residency for New Year's Eve and 2022. Wow. Handwritten lyrics are up for auction for Robert from Robert Plant for the Led Zeppelin song, Cashmere. We'll talk about how much those are going for. Queen talks about recording an album with Adam Lambert. What's the holdup there, and yeah. what's the deal? Uh, Radiohead releasing some previously unreleased tracks from OK Computer with a new music video. We'll talk about that. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame highlights from last weekend's event, uh, plus this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. If you haven't been there in a while, check it out. I updated the website a little bit where I integrated the anchor player to where it has a uh, the last five episodes uh, of our uh, thing right there for you to play really easy like a little embedded player mm-hmm. and it also has the links now for uh, all that stuff that we have our Instagram Facebook and all of our updated places to listen including on Google Podcasts and Amazon Audible so make sure you guys check us out and also we have a new subscription feature uh, for a dollar a week, you guys can get access to exclusive interviews with bands and musicians, our festival coverage, giveaways, extended and unedited episodes with bonus content like our dark humor commercials that we were just talking about doing mm-hmm. one for Corn Camp. Corn Camp. We coming up. Uh, also, just stuff that's too weird and funny for the regular weekly news format. We're going to start giving that to subscribers. You can, you, can, you guys can subscribe now in the description link or head over to anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. Yeah, I'm already a subscriber. That's right. You're our first one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Charles. Yeah. Uh, for only $3.99 a month, you guys can do that. And we're going to have, we're going to keep adding bonus content for you guys as we go along uh, to make it worth your while. Uh, and it, we do appreciate the support. So thank well, you guys. And by the way, Chris said $3.99, not free 99 That's like right. Like some of you may, may think. That's right. It's but, $3.99. Yeah. It was $4.99 before, and I, I took it uh, down. I figured a dollar a week is fair. Uh, if you guys listen every week, just think of that, you know, something that you'd buy a cup of coffee uh, one time out of the month. And that's what you guys are donating to us. So I appreciate that. Uh, we yeah. appreciate it. It's 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 uh, it's going to be well worth it. Uh, there's a lot of times we have little tangents, the commercials, access to all the commercials. That's that's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, just all that extra stuff is 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 pretty fun. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna keep it going now that we actually have this uh, feature to be able to have certain episodes only for subscribers. So it'll be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys check it out. <clears throat> what about all the logos that uh, that Aaron made for our products? Right. Yeah, we got. Well, those are up on the website. They're on a slideshow. If you guys go to rocknewsweekly.com, they're on a slideshow on the website, and you guys can check out all the the logos of the products that we have for Ball Jack Crow's Milk. Uh, Krill Reserve, Reserve. Yeah, all, all those yeah. they're up there on the website so check it out rocknewsweekly.com give us a like and a follow on all of our social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter it's all at rocknewsweekly alright let's get into it new releases this week 
Uh, well, it was just this past weekend on the 5th of November, on Friday, rather. Uh, we had new albums out from ABBA, Amy Mann, Brian Falt- Fallon, Conan Moccasin, hmm. Curtis Harding, Diana Ross, Hannah Vu, Hanson? Really? Hanson? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those guys? Yeah. The album name is We're Still Relevant Somehow. <laughs> it's, it's called Against <laughs> the World, but that's very strange. I was not expecting that. Oh, they have a. They still have a big following in um Under the Bridge on the 17th Street. Yeah, no <laughs> overpass. Uh, also, I guess a group called Hard Feelings. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. I remember them. They have a new album called The Future. Um, oh, my God. Go back up really quick. Hard Feelings. Hot Chips. Joe Godard and Amy Douglas. So, you know, have you ever seen Hot Chip? Hot Chip, I've heard of them, and I've, I've I've heard some music from them. They've got this super funny video where it's like a boy band, and like this crazy bald um, dude comes up and starts killing people with lasers out of his eyes, like oh, in the wow. audience. It's very, it's very funny. It's a very funny video. That's cool. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. So it's those guys. They have a group called Hard Feelings. They got a new album out. Uh, Neil Francis, Penelope Isles, Por- Portico Quartet, Snail Mail, Terrence Martin, all new albums. And this Friday, coming this Friday on the 12th of November, we have new albums out from Courtney Barnett. Damon Albarn, he's from Gorillaz. Oh, okay. That's his solo uh, solo stuff there. Dave Gahan and Soul Savers, Government Mule. Uh, oh, they got go- awesome. Gover- Government Mule uh, with Warren Haynes, great guitar player. Uh, they got a new album called Heavy Load Blues. It's coming out on the 12th. Idols, John Hopkins, Lee Ronaldo, Little Mix, Pit Blom, and Pit the Dodos. Pit Blom. Pit welcome. Blom. Welcome, break. It's a tea break. <laughs> so they Pit all got Blom. new albums coming out on the 12th, so check it out. Cool. Uh, tour news. Kiss canceling their entire Las Vegas residency. Mm. Looks like the end of the road may be coming a little sooner than we thought yeah. uh, for Kiss. Uh, yeah. it, it is their end of the road tour, and apparently their Ve- Vegas residency at the Zappos Theater of Planet Hollywood has been canceled. During the current current tour, both Paul and Gene have fell ill with COVID, and Paul Stanley's guitar tech Francis Stuber passed away from COVID last month. Yeah, and so all no no definitive reason for the scrap shows were given. Whispers of light ticket sales are floating around, and the paper quoted from a recent Rolling Stone article that cited three crew members from Kiss speaking anonymously for fear of retaliation who said that the tour didn't take strict enough state safety measures, which they say sickened several tour workers and potentially cost Stuber his life. Wow. Stuber and Stanley were very close friends for 25 years, and Stuber was the one who introduced the band with, you wanted the best, you got the best kiss for every concert. So he was there. Wow. They're he saying made- that their uh, lax thing on the vaccinations and stuff actually killed him, and a lot of the crew members are kind of protesting behind the scenes. Oh, okay. And maybe that's why... In combination with that and light ticket sales, that they decided to pull the plug. Oh, yeah. I, there, if you can't really see it on the screen here, but um, Gene Simmons has an apology that he wrote to the fans, and it goes, <laughs> Fuck it you. goes like this. It says, uh, "Well, you know, it was kind of your fault anyway, be- just because I'm sure somebody." And then there's you know, just a cash register sound effect. Enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, I guess we're you know, I guess we're not gonna play anymore and that's okay so you know fuck fuck you <laughs> that that's just ladies and gentlemen that's gene simmons's wow apology. breaking news breaking news that's his apology wow. that just came in on the hot hotline there i i can only imagine like i hopefully they didn't ask gene simmons to do the eulogy at the funeral oh my god yeah uh, anyway look look it up his apology to um david lee roth and you guys will know what i'm talking about yeah it's pretty pretty uh 
pretty brutal. It's pretty so anyway, Simmons. and I thought it was funny that David Lee Roth actually is doing a Vegas residency during that same time. Oh yeah. And I heard David Lee Roth's uh, dates are actually selling pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so following uh, all COVID restrictions. There you go. Right. Nice. Uh, Mammoth WVH Dirty Honey announced a huge 2022 tour. And check this out. We're going to get a date here in Whoa. Sacramento uh, on the 24th of February at Ace of Spades in wow. Sacramento. Oh, I like the Ace of Spades. Small great, venue. Yeah. Great place to yeah. see a show, especially a band like Mammoth WVH and Dirty Honey. Mm-hmm. <coughs> also, they're going to be in uh, Las Vegas, February 25th, San Diego, March 1st, uh, LA, March 2nd. Uh, you guys can check it all out on Mammoth yeah. WVH website, but that we sounds put, like a fun time. They put on a great live show. We yeah. saw them at Aftershock. It's awesome. They are good. Uh, Dirty Honey as well, what I've heard. I haven't seen them live, but I heard they're real high energy, and the vocalists can really uh, wail. So. Nice. Should be a good show there. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Crow Milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom charles you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh yourself <laughs> oh absolutely the the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs yeah. sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that yeah, yeah but crow's milk does so much more it, it not Helps only with inflammation it, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy-based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none you know and it truly gives you that it truly gives you that that scavenger chest like it, it really, it makes you, it you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Cause they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that. I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah. On crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow. Yeah. Crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So thank you. Crow milk. Uh, rock news this week. Uh, the 2021 Rock Hall inductees happened over the weekend. Everybody uh, got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was the 36th annual one. It took place on October 30th at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio. The induction ceremony uh, will be broadcast on HBO uh, and streamed on HBO Max coming up, guys, on November 20th. Oh, okay. So it's actually going to be... Uh, a lot sooner than normal. Uh, normally, they don't let us watch it until like May of next year. Wow! But so November twentieth, that's pretty good. Yeah. So we'll get to see Tina Turner, Carol King, the Go Go's, Jay Z, Foo Fighters, Todd Rundgren, uh, the Musical Excellence Award, the Early Influence Award, all that stuff's happening. Nice. I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, there was a no show at the event. Todd Rundgren, a longtime critic of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was being inducted, and he skipped the induction. No way. And chose to play at nearby Cincinnati instead. Oh, wow. While good friend Patti Smith inducted him. Uh, Brian Adams, who was also supposed to perform, uh, he apparently tested positive for COVID, and oh, he could yeah. not perform. So Keith Urban sat in for him, which is like, wah, wah. Oh, I don't yeah, want to see yeah, that. Keith Urban. Paul McCartney inducted the Foo Fighters. Uh, there was a lot of stuff happening there. Uh, Dave Chappelle inducted Jay-Z. Yeah. With, uh, there, there was comments from President Barack Obama on that as well. Um, Dr. Dre performed with Eminem. Common paid tribute to the late Gil Scott Heron. Tom well, Morello uh, appeared. Awesome. Oh, that, this is incredible. Yeah, Tom Morello appeared to salute Randy Rhodes. Pharrell in, inducted Kraftwerk. And Lionel Richie did the honors for Clarence Avant. So it's uh, pretty cool. Apparently there was supposed to be a performance of Tumbling Dice as a tribute set to the uh, late 
Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones, mm, but yeah. it was cut according to some due to some time constraints. So that sucks. I well, don't that's know, lame. I don't know if they if they mean that it was cut like they didn't do it or the footage was cut. Huh. But, but I hope that it, they maybe have the footage of that because that, that would sound cool. Yeah, that sounds that overall that sounds like a good a good one. Yeah, so it's yeah. happening uh, November twentieth, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Make sure you guys check it out. Uh, Radiohead dropping a new previously unreleased song. Uh, it's called "Follow Me Around" and a new music video featuring actor Guy Pierce in it. It's a pretty cool music video. It's uh, it's like this drone is following uh, him around and kind of making him go crazy. Oh and, wow! And he thinks it's like a little fly or something, and he's like, and this drone's like flying around. It's going through like the mail slot, like all these little things. Whoever's flying the drone in the video, it's like spliced footage. You can tell, but it's really well done. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's all nice. shot in this kind of lo-fi style as well. Uh, really, and apparently it's a. Uh, a track that dates all the way back to OK Computer from the 1997 era, where it was often performed at sound checks on the tour. Oh, wow. And it became a fan favorite. It was never released on an album or anything like that. Uh, so the band have occasionally posted different pieces of the song's lyrics on their website, linking it to other songs, including Kid A and Where I End and You Begin. Some of the lyrics to Follow Me Around also appear on the hidden booklet to Kid A. So Follow Me Around is taken from the Kid A Amnesia, which is coming out soon, and it collects Radiohead's fourth and fifth albums alongside the debut of a newly compiled third disc titled Kid Amnesia. Oh, okay. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but the collection drops on November 5th, so it just came out this past Friday. Uh, so for everybody listening, if you're a Radiohead fan, check it out. It's out now. I, uh, I'm going to plug something from Radiohead right now that's not even like on the, you know, the kind of streamline the main line out there this is um tom york and his lead guitarist just sitting on old broken down benches by a railroad track somewhere in the middle of like suffolk's england or something just playing like kick-ass like just acoustic jams really yeah if you look it up on youtube just look up tom york like you know playing acoustic acoustic jams cool. in the middle of, it's just him and his this and the sun is setting and it's like them playing it's johnny the greenwood dark. is it johnny greenwood yeah god i forgot his name I think that's who it is yeah um but but it's it's amazing. It's yeah, like t- awesome. completely blue. I stumbled across it on accident and completely blew me away. So check that out, Radiohead fans. Lots of new stuff out there uh, from them. And check it out. Looks like Alice Cooper rolling out some uh, tour dates oh, for nice. next year with Ace Freely. That's pretty cool. The great Alice Cooper and Ace Freely. What a cool co-bill. Uh, and they're going to be coming around, but nowhere on the West Coast. No. But they're going to be doing mostly East Coast dates in January and the big Monsters of Rock cruise, which is going to be going on from February 9th through the 14th. And it's going to be a big one uh, down in, I think, in Florida, if you guys want to. I don't know about going on a cruise right now. Man. No, no. I think it's a little too no, early for you. me. Uh, but his new, his most recent release, Alice Cooper, uh, he put out one called Detroit Stories. It was produced by produced by Bob Ezrin, and the album uh, features contributions from the MC5's Wayne Kramer, the Detroit Wheels, uh, and Joe Bonamassa, and the Motor City Horns, best known for their work with Bob Seger. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a tribute to Detroit, and he kind of went in the old school style of rock and roll with it. So if you guys are into that, check it out. Dope. Uh, very cool. Uh, all right, let's get to those Robert Plant handwritten lyrics that are up for auction. Oh, yeah. They are saying that these uh, alternate lyrics to Led Zeppelin's legendary 1975 song, Cashmere, are heading to auction. Loudersound.com reports that the handwritten Robert Plant lyrics are written in pencil on stationery from Chicago's Whitehall Hotel. The one-of-a-kind lyric sheet will go under the hammer on November 19th and 20th as part of Julian's auction's 
icons and idols rock and roll auction. Man, how did that survive? Somebody must have kept it in really prime condition because yep. pencil on, on paper. And especially like stationary long. from a hotel. Yeah, big time. They're saying it's supposed to fetch up to $300,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, it sold at Sotheby's, Sotheby's back in 2016. Uh, and apparently it's up for auction again, so there you go. So be- before you buy this, because I know everyone who's going to be this auction listens to this podcast. Totally. So before you buy this, just just please just make sure um, to, to see if you could read the lyrics before you buy it, and that it's not like some Robert Johnson lyrics from like <laughs> 1925. Like just just take a look at them. Just take a stab at them. Some just poor black sure. musician from America yeah, that just Robert sure. Plant maybe uh, plagiarized. Yeah. Could be. Yep. Could be a possibility. Uh, could be. Uh, all right, so check that out. If you guys have $300,000 to spare, uh, mm-hmm. go ahead and enter that auction. Oh, if you have $300,000 to spare, send me a guitar. How about you just subscribe for three ninety nine? <laughs> for three ninety nine, that's You cheap just, prick. Three ninety nine. not 300000 grand. Come I know. On. Come uh, on. Anyway. Now. All right. Slipknot having to ho- stop their concert in the middle of their show after some fans started a bonfire Ooh. on the pavilion lawn. In Phoenix, Arizona, they were doing the... Um, the, it's the Slipknot Roadshow, the Knotfest Roadshow Tour, excuse me. Uh, and so they're going from city to city and state to state doing the show. Apparently during the performance of All Out Life, uh, a bonfire made out of chairs started in the middle of the lawn seating area during the band's track. Uh, due to safety concerns, the band had to wait until officials extinguished the growing fire mm. to resume playing, according uh, to the news. So That's responsible. I mean, look look, look at what just happened at the Tra- uh, Travis Scott Festival. Yeah. Where eight people died. And, and then look at what happened with Woodstock 99. I mean, when people were setting things to, on fire. And, yep. and and still, like, you know, Limp Bizkit was like, get me something to break. And it's well, like. Egging hey, the crowd on. Yeah, agging the crowd on. Like, it's stirring panic. Yeah. People passing out. Like. It's and Travis cra- Scott played for 45 minutes, even after the pandemic. Just barely. Was- yeah, and I, I guess it was when Drake came on to do a guest appearance when that happened. Everybody rushed the the stage. Yeah, yeah. And there was people with kids and stuff out there. I think a young a young as 14 years old was uh, dead and trampled, mm. uh, which is just crazy to think about. I can't even imagine. Um, so, yeah, man. And I, I was thinking about it, too. It's probably in combination the fact that everybody's being cooped up and like trying to go maybe extra a little extra too hard yeah a little extra too crazy and i was thinking about it how did this not happen at metallica and misfits where there was you know i i gotta give a tip to the hat to aftershock oh yeah and our heavy metal community for um being really good responsible at, at aftershock i never saw any kind oh, of instances yeah. like this at all you know um and something with travis scott i don't know maybe he's just a bigger type of celebrity like a pop star and yeah i get that and there's a lot of younger people that like his music too that are inexperienced yeah they don't go to shows they don't kind of have the same camaraderie i think that a lot of metal uh community and rock shows have oh yeah yeah i Um, mean look at look at when you picking somebody up when they're in the pit exactly they they fall down you pick them up and at exactly. a hip-hop show or maybe another type of show, maybe they don't have that type of mentality, you know? Yeah. It's, I don't uh, want to say that necessarily, but who knows? You well, know? you know, we, we were talking about this right after Aftershock, how the maturity level, uh, you know, you, wa- you walk into these to, to Aftershock and you see, like, you know, some pretty scary-looking folks, some, like, giant, you know, giant folks with, like, crazy, like, Slayer shirts and stuff like right. that and, like, 
pins sticking out of their face and stuff. And I remember walking down the pathway and like there was this lady who was completely bare breasted and there were these other people walking by and then they were saying, they were all like, oh man, she should really put on a shirt. Yeah, that's, that's a little too much. Oh, that's a little much and that's kind of dangerous. And yep. she, you know, she, you know, she should, and it's, she's probably going to like get, get uh, injured somehow because the sun is kind of chafing. And it's like, <laughs> it was like, oh wow, this is like really responsible <laughs> Yeah, so people. I don't know. Hopefully we can have more, I don't know, like with some of those events where it's geared towards all ages and with kids and like pop stars and hip hop stuff. Maybe that, I don't know, there's extra security measures or ways of dividing the crowd up with ways of getting out safely. Yeah. I don't know. I, they they got to think of something. Got to think of something. What, something's, it's not working, whatever they're doing right now. Yeah, for sure. You know. Absolutely. But anyway, Slipknot also appeared to have teased uh, some new music on their uh, this teaser website. Oh, yeah. It's a mysterious website. If you go to chapeltownrag.com, it features these new Slipknot um music clips apparently and they're they're saying it may be an online marketplace for uh, slipknot nfts which are going to be coming out soon so who knows and some people are saying they're hoping it's a teaser for a new album so could be a combination of both check it out if you guys are interested Uh, mark hoppus from blink 182 went back on stage for the first time in a long time since he announced that he's cancer-free. Nice. See, he was dressed as Batman. He performed during Travis Barker's House of Horrors on Halloween weekend. The two of them did a bunch of Blink-182 songs, and Tom DeLonge wasn't there, but he recently stated that he and Hoppus have completely repaired their friendship and now talk on a daily basis. Oh, that's cool. Sounds like everything's going good in the Blink-182 camp. Well, it was was because, uh, you know, the Pentagon released all those statements about UFOs. And now Tom DeLonge <laughs> is completely, you know, he's completely fine because right. now the alien ambassador is free to, like, speak to him. That's right. You know, on a daily basis. So he was like, I might as well just repair all of my relationships. Well, now that he's the you ambassador know? for the alien overlords, I fear yeah. for my life and my for my family. Absolutely. I have to bridge this uh, with Tom now. Yes. He's a direct spokesperson for alien overlords. Yeah, and what's what other way am I going to be able to get this implant in him without him knowing if I don't right? <laughs> repair this I gotta friendship? Play, I got to play along right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll strike. Yeah. Ah, see? Okay. All right. That could be it. All right. That could Nicely be it. done. Blink and and you know, congratulations, Mark. Hop but back. seriously, this enough. Yep. That's, it's awesome. He beat yep. uh his uh what was it? It was large B cell lymphoma. Stage, stage four. Stage too. four too. It was very, very severe. Yeah. And he beat it. So good job, man. Right on. Nicely done. I forgot to add this on the Robert Plant section above, uh, when we were talking about Zeppelin, but they've dropped the third new track now from Robert Plant and Alison Krauss's new album, which is called Raising the Roof, hmm. or Raise the Roof. It's a collection set for November 19th, and it's a bunch of old style kind of ragtime music, and he, apparently Robert Plant said in this statement, he's like, Quote, I've been a big follower of Burt Jantz's work since I was a teenager. That whole Irish-Scottish-English folk style that has a different uh, tilt and lyrical perspective. I was very keen to bring some of that into the picture. So cool. it's, a, it's an album, uh, I think, of covers or maybe songs, tributes to older tracks uh, that uh, were influential to them. Yeah, yeah. So there you that go. makes sense. And Alison Krauss, she's got such an amazing voice. And Robert Plant, uh, that that's going to be a pretty good... It's produced by T-Bone Burnett. It's going to be a, a really nice-sounding album. So. Ooh, sweet. Yeah, check that out. Okay, so we were talking about this. Queen drummer Roger Taylor revealed to Goldmine that the group is still on the fence about a new album with frontman Adam Lambert. 
He said, quote, well, we talked about it, but I don't know. We haven't reached any massive agreement yet. We did a song with Adam in Nashville, actually. We never quite finished it. We didn't feel it was quite right. Maybe one day, end quote. Yeah, I, I could see this. So Adam, Adam Lambert is, uh, this guy has got a tremendous vocal talent. I Complete 100% honesty with you, audience. Complete 100% honesty. His music, even his original music, it's just really cheesy. Yep. He's got a great voice, awesome talent, just really cheesy. Like like overly cheesy to where it's 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 kind of it's hard to listen to. And I think the guys in Queen, they're real musicians and I think they know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, this guy's got a great voice, but the chemistry isn't there. Yeah, it's very commercial. Right. It's super commercial. Queen's never really been that pop. way. Yeah. I mean, if you watch even the documentary um, on Queen and their their history, they were never like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, they they wanted to do stuff that was very different and kind of uh, against what was popular and they kind of did their own thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's just unfortunate, I guess. You know, they, they are apparently touring, and they're making a lot of money, and uh, the live show is good from what I've heard. Yeah. But as far as recording new music, it's just not happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I guess, well, Adam Lambert's like a big fan of the show, so. Oh, yeah. He uh, listens yeah. all the time. Yeah. If we're, if hey, we're speaking... Adam, how about subscribing? Yeah, yeah. Adam, it's only three ninety nine a month, Adam Lambert. Subscribe, and I will take for back the whole sakes. cheeky, cheesy thing, and I yeah. will be like, well, You're, you know. And, you know, we can call you and have you... You know, talk about it on the show. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. call me up on my cell. He'd probably call up and be like, you guys fucking stop fuck talking about me. Uh, you will be hearing from my lawyers. Here's my lawyers. Talks stop. in a dark, yeah, scary voice. I'll kill you. <laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyers. <laughs> call Hail Waganathon. All right. Uh, well, speaking of hailing Waganathon, uh, entombed frontman LG Petrov passed away recently, which is not a very cool or fun thing at all. But Volbeat is doing a tribute to them with one of their new tracks on their new album. Oh. And Volbeat singer Michael Polson revealed on social media that the latest single, Becoming, is a tribute to him. He said in the clip, It is, as you probably noticed, a tribute to the mighty Entombed and our good friend LG Petrov, who sadly passed away. But yeah, it's one of those riffs where you can definitely hear the inspiration from the clandestine album, which were LG's favorite Entombed record. Mm, okay. uh, he said he was a great guy, great humor, great human being, good friend. Uh, he says, you know, hope you're doing uh, good down there or up there. Uh, Petrov passed away at the age of 49 in March of this year, young. following a battle with bile duct cancer. Oof, real uh, young. Yeah, and he was big in the heavy metal community, especially up there in um, Norway. That, that area where it's it's really big. So anyway. everything's metal. Yeah. In Norway. <laughs> right. All right, this was weird as hell, dude. This is our last, it's oh, not I even a rock, rock story. But I couldn't believe this on Halloween. God, I saw this. Uh, Marilyn Manson made a rare public appearance on Halloween, but not at somewhere you might think. He was at Sunday service with his friend Kanye West on Halloween, which also drew in Justin Bieber and rapper Roddy Rich and was aired as a surprise live stream that day. Manson has been keeping a low profile after being accused of sexual and other kinds of abuse by multiple women. Yeah. Rolling Stone reports that the concert was the artist now known as Yee's first Sunday service performance in 18 months. And Marilyn Manson was there on Halloween. Help. Yeah. Did you see a picture of him there? Yeah. It, it looks like they're like huddling or something, yeah. like praying together. And he's got like this... It's like an all-white white? monk yeah. outfit with his face covered and just his eyes are showing, but his eyes are still like... You know, it's got like the makeup on it. It just, he does not look dude. like, and I know that he's, I come on. Like we know why he's doing this. Like you, you would, you would have to be crazy to not know why he's doing this. 
especially like in the in the face of all these like sexual allegations and it, he's not truly finding christ he's truly finding what his lawyer told him to do and his right. lawyer told him like maybe you should start thinking about going to church services <laughs> to clean up your public appearance <laughs> it'll fight yeah. this whole thing that you're a crazy sadistic satanic yeah. person that likes to torture women apparently and you're like yeah. dungeons oh yeah fucking sexual yeah, like, spit on dungeons spit in spit in people's mouths Jesus and Christ. Them all for right it. and i think like i think his the outfit that he was wearing to this you know because you can wear whatever you want to a church service it doesn't really matter but ultimately like he looked like he looked like no um, that was part of kanye's thing he's weird about that kind of stuff i'm sure stuff he made wear? i'm sure he made him wear that hey man we're all doing this monk thing yeah we're all dressing yeah. like monks you know you gotta wear it yeah okay so weird it's more it was like more of a a fashion statement than it was exactly like a, yeah, that's Very what strange. it usually is. So interesting. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, with Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer. And for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choiceless Law Firm for the voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole. All right, some rock birthdays this week. Charles, let them know whose birthdays they are this week. Oh, check it out. It's Anthony Kiedis eating hey. up at our chili peppers. Speaking of corn camp, 59. 59. Anthony Kiedis never wears a shirt. Uh, <laughs> can never go into the 7-Eleven. Uh, Rick Allen, drummer of Def Leppard. Yeah, just get the rock out of here. 58 years old. Reginald Fieldy, Arvisu, bassist, Corn, Corn Camp. He's 52 years old. Fieldy. Hey, we were saying, He's 52 uh, years old. Coming up at Corn Camp, I heard that Fieldy's yeah. going to be doing a bandana folding workshop. He, he is, and it's so so. It's how of, to get the perfect crease, uh, you know, perfect <laughs> size bandana for your head. So I heard that. He, so this the Corn Camp is, you know, of course it's five days a week. And you better make day, your reservations now, you guys. Be, you got to do it. You Google do it. it. Google yep. Corn Camp. You can. Um. So you're there. <laughs> I don't you're know there what's going to pop up for actually. ten hours a day. Ten hours a day. And wow. Every Day. Yep, every day you have all kinds Ten of activities. Hours. What's really weird is the folding your bandana perfectly, like just to get that perfect crease on your forehead. It's actually four of the 10 hours. And, and instead of every other day, it's every day. 
No kidding. <laughs> it's part of his uh, prison. Prison. You have to get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. And iron your bandana yeah, for four exactly. straight hours. For four straight hours. It's his. It's his classic corn camp. Uh, Carter Buford, drummer, Dave Matthews Band, uh, 63, disputed. I'm not 63. You're 63. You're 63. I dispute that. Uh, I I love it. Um, I recently told somebody the song Crash by Dave Matthews Band was about sex. And uh, yeah. and it completely blew their mind. I was like, "Have you had? Did you never listen to the? A lot of people don't. A lot of people yeah, don't. Actually, it's it's crazy. So any if you if anybody in our audience has never listened to this, the wonder it's like such a beautiful kind of the songs that crash <laughs> into me and I'll baby and I'll come into you and it's like hike up that skirt a little more like a lot of those sexualized lyrics are embedded in that and you have to listen to it and be like oh my god this guy's talking about getting busy <laughs> uh, so I digress yeah, 63 disputed uh, Bobby Dahl bassist from Poison Poison uh, yeah 50, 50, yeah <laughs> 58. Oh, man. You're getting up there, Baba Doll. Uh, David Pegg, former bassist, Seth Jethro Toll, 74. Okay, 74. Yeah, wow. It's not disputed. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's Tommy Thayer. The Ace Freely yeah. uh, impersonator. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tom, Tommy Tommy Thayer, uh, lead guitarist Kiss. And his uh, 20 yeah. un, unfound daughters that are still roaming well, the planet somewhere. Well, we actually, we have three of them here today in the Oh, studio. wow. Yeah, so it, it, can, you hey. here? can you come over here? Happy birthday, Daddy. Oh, my God. Oh. She looks so malnourished. She's so malnourished. What's going on? My Daddy doesn't let me eat food that often. Oh, oh that's so horrible. Uh, 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 we need to talk to Tommy. Tommy, Dad. And they already Please ran don't away. Please don't. Two of them don't. ran away. Why? You could hear the little... <laughs> they scurried away. They scurried away. Wow. One of Tommy Thayer's many children. <laughs> One of his many children. All right. We got some trivia for you guys this week. Check it out. Oh, he's 61, by the way. I didn't even get to his age. Ah, who cares? <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. Uh, 1963. This band played the Royal Variety Performance at the Prince of Wales Theater in London, which is attended by members of the royal family. Okay. The lead singer of the band gets a laugh with his now famous lines, For our last number, I'd like to ask for your help. The people in the cheaper seats clap your hands, and the rest of you, if you just rattle your jewelry. Okay. Who was it? Was it A, the Rolling Stones, B, the Beatles, C, Pink Floyd, or C, David Crosby's fancy diamond-encrusted cocaine straw? Oh, I love that band. That was a that was kind of a rare band. I think it was only around for a couple years. I love that band. But yeah, uh, This was great. Uh, this yeah. was, I remember this. Um, so this was the only performance in which the queen um, of England herself was... Um, yes. Yep, was she She actually was uh, requested that David Crosby cook his famous cocaine casserole and that he feed it to her in small bites with a tiny teaspoon. I actually heard that he fed it to her like a baby bird. He did. Uh, that he was the mama bird and the queen was the baby bird. Mm-hmm. And he would regurgitate... Regurgir- uh, Regurgitate. 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 He can do that, too. Regurgitated into the queen's mouth. He was like, come on, get over here, little mama. Through his diamond, fancy diamond-encrusted cocaine straw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The teaspoon was a metaphor for his <laughs> regurgitate. <laughs> regurgitate. His regurgitating. Uh, so, I mean, um, I'm going to – so we got we got four choices, friends. Friends. We got four choices, friends. Uh, a, the Rolling Stones. B, the Beatles. 
C, Pink Floyd, or D, David Crosby's fancy diamond-encrusted cocaine straw. So I know it was not Pink Floyd. Um, I just know it. I just feel it, like, in my feel bones. It. I All feel right. it in my bones feel it, it okay. was not Pink Floyd. Okay. Um, I do not think it was the Rolling Stones. Um, I, I you know, actually... I, I'm going to go ahead and go with David Crosby's fancy diamond-encrusted cocaine straw. You're going for it. I'm going for it. All right. Well, you are completely wrong. Oh. It was the Beatles. Uh, way back yes. to them, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, here's a picture of them. Yep. There's the queen looking very excited to see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back back when their music um sucked. And John Lennon <laughs> was the one who said that line. <laughs> that just, our music sucks? <laughs> no. He said, uh, if you just rattle your jewelry. Oh, yeah. Uh, clap your hands, and then the rest of you, if you just rattle your jewelry, I guess that got a laugh. He said, for our last number, I'd like to ask your help. The people in the cheaper seats, clap your hands. And the rest of you, if you just rattle your jewelry, we'd like to sing a song <laughs> called <laughs> Twist and Shout. <laughs> Twist and Shout, made by us and written by us and only us. Not a black not, musician Not a black musician in America. from the U.S. They, no, just us. Not at all. Mm. Right. Yes, rather. Check it out. 1980, another trivia question here. Let's flash forward to 1980. Bob Marley officially cool. converts to Christian Rastafarianism in a baptism ceremony at the Ethiopian Orthodox Church in Kingston, Jamaica. Hmm. This religion would prevent him from getting help treating melanoma, which was found three years earlier on what part of his body? Hmm. Okay. Was it A, the nose, B, the ear, C, the toe, or D, a David Crosby Quato-like being living in his stomach, like mm. Total Recall. Oh yes, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. And like when it emerges, it goes Quade. Quade. <laughs> and Bob Marley's like, "Yo, what's yeah. up with this man? Uh, yeah, what's up? Come on, uh, come on, man. <laughs> uh, come on, Quato man. <laughs> I so uh, although. I, I, w- I would totally would go with David Crosby Quattle like being living in his stomach like Total Recall. Um, I love that. Uh, I love that scene so much when the dude opens up and he pops out and he goes, Quaid. I love that. I love it. It's, it's great. But, you know, <laughs> I actually know this because I, I actually know this story quite well um, watching documentaries on Bob Marley. And a- he actually had a soccer accident and not, not long before they found the melanoma. So he thought for a second there, he thought it was just something that was messed, messed up with his toe. But yeah, it was his toe, which is crazy. His toe? You are absolutely correct. Check it out. So here's the story. In July of 1977, Marley was diagnosed with a type of malignant melanoma under a toenail. Contrary to urban legend, this lesion was not primarily caused by an injury during a football match. (laughs) Exactly what I said. But was instead a symptom of an already existing cancer. What I think, though, what had happened was there was the soccer match injury that caused him to investigate the toe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's And what it was I, I already heard. there. Yeah. So that's what I it heard. It didn't it didn't happen because of it, but the 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 injury caused him to check out the toe and they found out that it was already there because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he had to see two doctors before a biopsy was made which confirmed acral lentiginous melanoma. Unlike other melanomas, usually on exposed skin to the sun, acral though the one i was mentioning is in places that are easy to miss such as the soles of the feet or under toenails although it's the most common melanoma in people with dark skin it is not widely recognized and was not mentioned in the most popular medical textbook of the time 
Marley rejected his doctor's advice to have his toe amputated, which would have hindered his performing career, citing his religious beliefs. And instead, the nail and nail bed were removed and a skin graft was taken from his thigh to cover the area. Despite his illness, he continued touring and was in the process of scheduling a 1980 world tour. Mm. That brings us to the trivia question here. The album Uprising was released in May of 1980. The band completed a major tour of Europe where it played its biggest concert to 100,000 people in Milan, Italy. After that tour, Marley went to the United States where he performed two shows at Madison Square Garden in New York as part of the Uprising tour. He collapsed while jogging in Central Park uh, while he was in New York and was taken to a hospital where it was found that his cancer has spread to his brain, lungs, uh, lungs, and liver. See, this this one for me, like, truly is a tragedy. Like, and and here and here's why. Because I know that religious <clears throat> beliefs can make people do the wonkiest things and make the wonkiest decisions that not just affect them, but affect their entire family. And at the time, Bob Marley had, like, fucking, like, eight kids yeah and seriously he was such an inspiration to the world and he was coming up his music is fantastic he had so much energy and drive and talent it's just like so crazy and doctors were like i mean i've seen documentaries where people that knew him were like dude just just Just, get rid of the toe get it done just get get it done no it'll hinder my performance i'm like as a musician yeah 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 so if anybody here on this that's listening to this if you're a christian scientist you're gonna hate me for saying this right now but (laughs) but but honestly like don't you think that like all of the the medicines and the surgeries and all the awesome crazy shit that's that's that has been done in the world do, do you maybe quite just think about it for a second maybe that is a miracle in itself and it is like a work of like a higher power to like give people the ability to do these things like so rastafarianism awesome great peaceful religion you know super fantastic um but you know at the same time if it's preventing you from getting your toe chopped off because you're about to have a cancer to save your life to save your life just do it yeah please it's cool no uh, no benefit of your family and everyone (laughs) no omnipotent all knowing you know all infinite perfect crazy you know stephen hawking's times a billion type crazy higher power is going to be like don't cut your toe (laughs) (laughs) seriously by decree of the (laughs) land do not cut that toe yeah yeah exactly i mean it's probably like this guy's thinking of this 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 deity's probably thinking of in in ways that quantum physics can't even like he doesn't give a shit about the skin on your toe (laughs) like he he doesn't just get it taken care of get taken care of yeah. Uh, all right, so you check can give this us out. Music for another fifty years. <laughs> Movie, TV, entertainment news this week. I thought this was awesome. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Making history. Yes. Premiering in December, it is now the longest running live action comedy series yes. in television history. Fifteen seasons and worth every every. I was thinking every, about everything. it, dude. Two thousand six. Yeah, is when it started, and I I can't believe like back then. It was such a weird left of the dial type of a show. Oh yeah, and big it time. Was when I was into Trailer Park yeah. Boys, and I remember coming back from Canada around 2004, and I just found out about Trailer Park Boys and started showing a lot of my friends here. They're like, "What is this crazy show?" And I'm like, "Dude, these guys are just nuts, right? Like, this is like the scummiest people on earth." And it yeah. was so funny, you know. And they took that and just amplified it to fucking eleven. Oh and yeah made them just so lovable and loser like scummy people and i love it's always sunny in philadelphia it's one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. top 
probably top five shows of all time. A thousand percent. For me, and yeah. I can't wait for season 15. It's probably not going to live up to my expectations. I don't care. I'm going to still enjoy it for what it is. Oh, yeah. I think they should bow out after this. They've set the record. Season 15 just sounds nice. Yeah. And fucking wait till somebody tries to challenge it and then make a comeback and do season 16. Oh, yeah. And regain the throne. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think it's great right now where it is, where they're at. And, yeah. you know, I think they should probably just do it. But I heard, though, that that you can't subscribe to the, to the season like normally through like the normal subscription channels. Oh, really? You, yeah, you have to pay the troll toll. That's right. And yeah. it's this baby boy's soul. Yeah, yeah. Not this baby boy's hole. Yeah. So, yep. Just a little only, slight only way inflection difference there that you need to be aware of. Yeah, I might, my, by the way, if any of you guys are interested, I know you all are interested, but my favorite It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode is uh, Flowers for Charlie. Oh, it's yeah, the that's best. a great one. It's the best. You have, if you've read Flowers for Algernon, um, you, you'll know exactly like what's going on in this episode. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. It's great. Oh, excuse so me. So funny. Speaking of corn and corn camp, corn camp, corn's Jonathan Davis is going to be starring in a new horror film. <laughs> so listen to this though; it sounds sounds like he's in some kind of weird B movie here. It's yeah. called The Devil's Tree, and he plays a villainous character called the Pet. Oh, okay. With these no-name actors in it. Uh, so yeah. here's the movie's synopsis. Why don't you read the the movie synopsis? Uh, for us there, Charles. Hey, could I, should I read it in Jonathan Davis' yes, voice? Yes, please, yes. Okay. After visiting a landmark tree room and to be a gateway to the hill, a group of friends hold a small house, a party where, without explanation, they realize they mentally can't bring themselves to leave shortly after this revelation. Torment and slaughter begins the hands of a supernatural killer sense of and it's sense of humor. Wow. That's yep. great. Thanks, Jonathan that's Davis. How, he just came it. by just to do that. He just did that. Wow. Thanks. He see just you. did hey, that. Hey, we'll see you at Corn Camp. Uh, you know, Chris and I were just talking about this before. Um, it, like, so, I, so I'm so i a Corn fan, you know, but it's funny because um, on their albums, he'll have like, you know, out of the maybe 12 songs in the album, like I would say like three of them are, are really good. The rest of them are just kind of like, well, okay. Uh, but the, the out of the out of the reason why they're like that is because they'll start off just kick ass, you know the hardcore bass. But and then I go like this on the chorus. At some point in the song, he has to kill the song, and so like I'm I'm perpetually doing this with corn songs. I'm like listening to it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh man, that's that's kicking. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you leave it up to me, you abused me. Yeah, and the music gets all like like weird, like like creepy and kind of creepy carnival. And you're like. Fuck, man, I was just, I was really grooving. Yep. I was really grooving to the yeah. song. Thanks you a had, lot. Thanks a lot, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I just assumed he talks like that all the time. I think he does. <laughs> I hope you guys, I hope you guys were able to follow that uh, little synopsis of the movie. I Because I know so. you're not going to watch it. I think so. Yeah, Everybody got it. Watch it. We'll probably watch Look it. Look at but... this picture of this creepy lady with this creepy potato. Oh, I thought she was holding like a deformed like beaver. Quato? It's yeah, not, it like it's Quato. not Quato. That is a 17-pound giant potato. Wow. That weighs more, yeah, more than 17 pounds. They named the potato Doug. Mm. They named it after the way it was unearthed. <laughs> That's clever. Oh, yeah. 
and then they travel around their town with it in a small cart. Huh. And they show it off like it's their baby. Wow. That's in that's insane. The couple have applied for the Guinness World Record for the heaviest potato. Okay. I hope you guys get it and that, you know, a couple people read the Guinness World Book record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys get it. Uh, some good news this uh, week. As you probably know, President Joe Biden's clean energy plan has been cut way back from the initial. However, there's one thing that's shining through that may get passed uh, mm. as it goes to the House for a vote. It's a credit for up to $12,500 for middle-class families to replace their gas guzzler with an electric vehicle. Okay. The energy plan is part of this Build Back Better program, blah, blah, blah. It's not been presented to the House for a vote yet. I think, I don't know, uh, the last time I checked, it was right there going to happen. But I thought that was really cool. 12500 yeah. bucks is significant for someone, especially that seems to be the big argument with electric cars is that they're too expensive, blah, blah, blah. We can't afford it. So if you get $12,500 off, that brings it down to that $20,000 range. Oh, yeah. Makes it affordable for anyone to finance, right? Yeah, hell, man. My my work actually has a bunch of uh, electric um, parking spots to park oh, yeah. electric cars. Yeah, but a ton of them. Like, it's it's really, I mean, why not? You might, might as well, when you think about buying your next car, just go ahead and do it. I mean, even if you're like the big truck, kind of burly, salty type people, like, Ford and Chevy and all those people, even though you guys hate each other and you want to murder each other, like all those Ford and Chevy people, they're all making electric trucks. Oh, like yeah. It's, 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 it's going to happen. So get with yeah. the times or be left, you know, uh, you know, in, yep. the, in the past. I you guess. can still listen to you can still listen to um, Kid Rock super loud. And yeah, yeah. In a, you know, in your sleeveless shirt and. <laughs> You'll be saving the planet. Yeah, save the planet. So there you go. All right, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Check out the photos from all of our interviews. All of our links are up at uh, nine different platforms, rocknewsweekly.com. We embedded the player on the uh, website, so it makes it nice and easy for you guys. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. Whatever you feel is appropriate, we do appreciate it. It helps us out with our algorithm. And we have our new subscription service. Uh, we're going to have special episodes, exclusive content only for subscribers starting at $3.99. So make sure you guys check that out. Check out the link in the description. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. My throat is sore from doing the Jonathan Davis voice. <laughs> <laughs>